Yo, yo, and welcome to the Professor Jones and the Digs podcast. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Digs. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. Every month, we choose a certain theme and pick three movies within that theme. Every week, we break down one of those movies for our movie of the week. And this week, we are continuing in our scary movie month, since it is October, and we are discussing the cinematic classic, everybody's favorite, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus! Hey, it, and it worked out actually very very well this week because I was going to watch it anyway. And so we just, uh, yeah, so I'm excited to talk about that one because well, it is we, just such a joy. We originally were going to do this podcast on Saturday um, per usual, but we actually ended up doing it on Friday the 13th. That's when we're recording. It is Friday right the 13th. That's I didn't right. even think about that. Also, side note, I just want to point something out. Are you wearing a Rick and Morty shirt right now? Yeah, I am actually. I am. That's awesome. Where'd you get that? Coles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Such a disappointing answer. Yeah, yeah I bought a Rick and Morty short oh, shirt at, at Coles. Coles so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it at Coles. Cool. Yeah, actually, Coles offered me like a couple of gift cards if I gave him shout outs <laughs> at our show. So I've been trying to slowly work those in. <laughs> Just every time I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah, I was at Kohl's the other day talking with a friend, and uh, we were talking about the the most recent. <laughs> we were talking about their prices. Oh boy! <laughs> you know the thing about Thor. I was talking to a friend about this at, at Kohl's. The thing about the prices, though, is <laughs> I was talking to a cashier at Kohl's the other day, and. Uh... <laughs> Oh, Actually, true. there is such a nice lady that works at Kohl's. Have the nicest conversations with her, but that's but I, that's I neither here nor there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have, um, I've had I've had only pleasant experiences at Kohl's. So a great store, great store, great great prices, tremendous too. deals. Yeah, but so um so we are going to talk about Hocus Pocus in a little bit, which I'm excited about excited about talking about. But um we are going to dive into the bro down, which is a segment in the show in I which think we talk we, about whatever is relevant this week to talk about. But something happened this week that is outside of our control, and we have to talk about it. There's no way that we can spend any time you mind, talking about anything else. Do you mind if I announce it? Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, you do. You do so, yeah, the this, honors. This bro down. This is something that yeah, clearly we have to talk about. Um. Okay, I don't even know how to come up with this. Jumanji, uh, the new movie coming out, has released its new trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Episode Eight, has released a new trailer, and uh, it's time for a little bit of of trailer talk. That was hilarious. Say. Jumanji did though. By the way, that <laughs> was great. Just- yeah, I that planned was on doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart has announced that he's in on Jumanji 2. <laughs> on Jumanji 2. Huge news. Breaking news. Harvest time. Um, but yeah, Last Jedi. Gosh, I wish I would have watched that trailer before we... Uh, I wish I'd even seen the trailer yet because I would have a lot more to talk about. <laughs> you haven't seen the trailer even... and we're going to talk about it? No, um, I wish I would have watched it. I haven't even watched it yet in the last like two hours. So <laughs> I know in the last hour, <laughs> seen and it half. over twenty times probably. I know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, 
Yeah, so let's let's just go with uh, with initial reactions to if you, if you're listening to this right now and you're not interested in Star Wars talk, then you can probably skip. I don't know what do you say about 30, 35 minutes ahead because that's yeah. that's when Malcolm's focus <laughs> talk will start. Let's call it a safe forty five there, Dave. <laughs> I'll, I'll label it yeah. on the uh, on the on the info for this episode. But um, yeah, let's let's go ahead and what were your general what was your general reaction to this trailer? Because I know what mine was, but I'd rather I'd rather hear what your your immediate take on it was. Um, mine was pretty close to The Force Awakens. Um, their, I think it was their last trailer. I think so. It was the one that Han Solo came out and said, Chewie, we're home. Was that the very last trailer that they released? Um, no, the Chewie, we're home one was the second. Okay. And then the third one was the, uh, the one where it did like the character uh, introspective there. Okay. Who are you? Yeah. I'm no one. Yeah, yeah, that one. So, yeah, uh, I... The first time I watched it, it was during the uh, the Bears Vikings game. Wait, Bears. Wait, Vikings. Who played that night? It was Bears Vikings. I'm pretty Bears sure. Bears Vikings. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I can't even remember. It was such Dude, an that game. What was that? Yeah, that it, game was tied at like what, like three three? Three two at the half. I don't know. It was oh yeah, such no, it was three two because they got it. That I just God, couldn't even pay attention. Um, yeah, no, I hear you. And I ended up running to get my hair cut <laughs> during the first half and. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. I, my, my barber is like a block and a half away. So I was like, I'm just going to go get my haircut really quick. And then what I are kept you getting looking. haircuts at like 6.30 p.m.? I did, yeah. I just don't have, t- I don't have time anymore. Um, just, what, is she I, at her house? <laughs> this life is hard, David. <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah. It's a, Izzy's Barbershop. Shout out, Santa Monica Fairfax, Izzy. You're great. <laughs> um, Got a lot of plugs in this show now. Yeah, a lot of plugs. Cole's Izzy, uh, but yeah, I ended up making it home just in time. There, the the stormtroopers were marching on field at a uh, um, soldier field or whatever it is, and uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, and so you know, I was I was nervous just because it was almost like a holiday for me. The, that whole day was just. I was nervous. I was sweating. <laughs> you know, my my voice was hoarse when I was talking to people. I was scared. Um, and my first reaction was it just went by so quick. You know, that's the thing. The first time you ever, you really watch anything, it's almost like the first time watching a movie. It goes by so quick, you just don't have time to, to analyze and uh, really soak up what just happened. And so first time through, I was like, whoa, that was crazy. And uh, Leanna, my girlfriend, she asked me, she was like, so what'd you think? And I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I thought. Um, and so I watched it a couple more times and I really realized that it's, uh, it's just a, a phenomenal trailer. And uh, the hype, my hype level just went almost through the roof after, after uh, watching this a few more times. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, see, I I had, and I know that this is kind of a misguided reaction or probably not the correct reaction for somebody to have, but when I first saw it, I was, like, furious. 
because some of those things that alluded to what is happening in this movie were way too much information for me. And, um, and I've kind of changed my mind about that quite a bit just because yes, there probably is the element of misdirection and kind of the red herring, you know, idea in which, you know, just that they're going to plant, plant scenes and splice them together in a way that makes you think something's going to happen, but it really won't be, won't be that at all. Um, but man, when I first saw it, like the last, the last bit of it, I was like, are you kidding me? I can't, I don't, I do not want to know that, you know, and even, and I still feel that way a little bit. I think that there was a little bit too much information given away for me. Um, I still thought it was an amazing trailer, but I, I definitely, I definitely could have gone without seeing some of that. You know what I mean? But, at, but at the end of the day, it was, it was a beautiful trailer. And after watching it a couple more times, I've kind of settled down and been like, okay, it didn't give away that much. And what they did give away might not even be what happens. It's probably misdirection. Mm-hmm. So just settle down, take a couple breaths, you know, hang up, dial again. <laughs> Press really, star. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it was it was just a little it was a little bit much for me, but uh upon upon rewatching. Did you say you know, much or times, mush? A little bit mush for me. So <laughs> apologize. I have a I have a cold, so I'm uh I'm probably sounding a little bit yeah, stuffed get up. Your, right now, uh, but... Get your emergency and your Zycam out. You might be able to catch <laughs> this one through the microphone. <laughs> it's the off brand target day quill. Um <laughs> <laughs> people immediately take out their headphones because they're like, ooh, I don't want to catch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious contagious online it's contagious through the web um, but anyways i thought it was just a little bit too much information <laughs> oh i got it too actually uh yeah so start <laughs> um i i you know um my my thoughts about that is that ryan johnson and kathleen kennedy know what they're doing and uh i feel like you're gonna see this movie and realize that all of it was just misdirection and that that really wasn't any sort of a surprise. That's what I'm hoping at least. And that's what I tell myself to get to sleep, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause there I, is, cause, and we've, and we, we did talk about this a little bit on the phone the other night after it happened, but there, there is the element in which we have, we trust the process. We trust the people that are in charge and are like, okay, cool. You're not going to screw us over like that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, you wouldn't just plant that in our heads, but if they do, if that's the trailer and then that ends up being the plot and those things happen exactly like they play out in the trailer, how furious would you be? I would, I would be livid. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. why would you, why would you do that? So hope, but hopefully we're, hopefully that's, that's not even, I, and in my mind, it's totally misdirection. You know, I yeah. definitely well, there's the already, a couple there's more times. Already like, a- okay, cool. There's a there's a full discussion online about a uh, fire scene between Luke and Ray, um, in which she has a like fire background or something like that. And so, like Fire Nation. No. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> but you know that is something interesting. I I saw Dante Basco the other day, the voice for Zuko in Avatar. Saying that Kylo is going to be the new Zuko. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, I was thinking like the parallel between Zuko's character in Avatar Last oh, Airbender no, and Kylo's gonna... character in this. But yeah, no, go ahead. I remember I just... you told me this story already, so go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I walked by him and I said, Fire Nation for life, bro. You know, something I respect your work. And he was like, Hey, thanks. And then he kept walking, but 
So tight to run into Dante Basco. It was. If you don't know who Dante Basco is, he was the voice of Zuko, the Fire Nation prince in Avatar The Last Airbender, and he was also Rufio in the 1993 classic film Hook. I actually think it's 1991. Shoot. I think it is 91. I, I almost pulled that off so well, though. So close. You know, but that's life. Looky, look. You should have walked up to him and be like, looky, looky, I got a hooky. Looky, looky, I got a hooky. And just like a He's note, just like, a note from my school that like shows that I skipped school. Hooky, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I just dumb. shook my head at him while he was saying that joke. Hooky, I don't know. Okay, don't know. so do you want to take this uh, quickly, like just kind of like shot for shot, what happens in the trailer? Because I kind of wrote it down. What yeah, yeah, we can let's do let's do a little bit of shot shot by shot, and then we can kind of break down the overarching themes. Um, so, so you you go ahead. What does it what does it open up as? It starts with Kylo Ren, and uh, it looks like he's in maybe some sort of you know Snoke's headquarters or some sort of other planet, and uh, the building of some machinery, maybe ATATs, ATSTs. We don't know what it is. Oh my um, gosh, that dude! That that shot of the uh, the ATATs or the I modified know. they they look like a recreation of ATATs. Um, they do, and some man, sort of the way oh, that they're that created, so tight. They look almost like Empire Strikes Backish. Like they don't look they don't look like modern day real. They look like they're out of a whatever you know nineteen seventies nineteen eighties film. It's really yeah, weird. yeah, totally. You they they look like an upgraded version of what was whatever the ATATs yeah. were in Empire Strikes it's Back. Incredible. For sure. Um, yeah. They just look like they look like maybe a little shorter, a little more compact, a little more tankish, something like that. Yeah, so, a little bit more yeah. built up. Um, and this is something that something that um I've I've heard before is that uh it's awesome that, you know, the uh the first order, they've taken a lot of the Empire or the the components of the Empire and just kind of redid them in like a new way or a modified way it's like they took like the blueprints or the layouts or whatever and just kind of did did something new with them you know what i mean and that's very much what that looks like so enhanced them yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah so yeah it starts out and snoke is uh you know i i honestly don't remember the line but he's just saying something about how powerful um when i when i found you um I sense like such raw power or such yeah. power, but something, eh, some blah, 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 something special. Yeah, something like that. You Which know, he's probably talking to Kylo, but probably maybe he's talking, talking to Ren. Kylo could be, uh, talking could to Ray. Could be Ray, you know, uh, a lot of theories going around. Could be, and, uh, could be something different, something exotic, be, something. I'd, <laughs> <laughs> greatest idea in the world? No. That's I think what that's I what I like about, about it. it. Um, <laughs> It's a mystery man, Greg Kinnear line. I was also quoting old school. Oh, so we kind of meshed those. Mushed them. Yeah. Um, so then we. I think the term uh, is mashed. The 1960s mash. Um, so then we have. Gosh, oh boy. Um, he's talking, shows Kylo Ren a little bit, and then we get to Ray. She turns on her lightsaber, and it shows Act Two. Um, or Acto shows a big, you know, um, sweeping shot of the landscape. 
And then uh, we get to some cool ray training stuff. The ground like snaps, which is insane. And then it says Luke, it goes to Luke, and he says, "I've seen raw power like this before." Um, I well under- then, but uh, first it it does do so. Ray powers up that lightsaber, mm-hmm. which that saber looks white, dude. I'm saying it, man. It looks freaking white. Which <laughs> this guy's my a, prediction. This guy can walk. <laughs> I've never been so sure about anything in my life. <laughs> um, but and but then it does the Lucasfilm logo. Yeah. And it has like that kind of cool, just like the mysterious music right behind mm-hmm. it. Which, John Williams. Which I honestly think that this, I think that the music was com- was written for this trailer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think that there's Oh, actual, it's incredible. It's a when piece you go back written and watch it, specifically it's... for this. Mm-hmm. And same with the original, the first trailer for Last Jedi, mm-hmm. which is just so so cool that you know mm-hmm. so much work goes into these trailers but anyway go ahead yeah so they're they're training on a uh, acto or whatever it is yeah it shows her it shows the the wide shot of her on the hillside or whatever and she's you know waving her lightsaber shows her and she like hits her lightsaber and it almost hits this rock and there's like this little indent that she almost hit which is just beautiful um and then you know it shows how powerful she is the ground breaks luke says that i've seen uh in I've seen power like this before, something like that, and I underestimated it then. I'm not going to now. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of goes to a flashback of maybe the Jedi Temple burning down, or I mean, I don't, I don't really know what that is. Um, it shows his hand, like, sticking out of rubble, so it looks like it, it is Luke. Yeah, definitely a robotic arm of some sort. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's a flashback of the Jedi Temple? Do you think that's... Well, God, I mean, like, that's kind of a double-edged sword, that thought right there, because I really want to find out what happens there, but I really don't like flashback sequences. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, having a flashback sequence in Star Wars just... I don't know. I feel like like there's just so so much that we have to work with and so much film already established that if you start throwing in like a weird flashback sequence then it just it's just too much for me i don't i don't i don't want to see something like that happen and i don't want to see those like scapegoats of storytelling you know it's you you have the scroll you've you know that you've already set the context for where, where things are happening you don't need to you can explain things that have happened previously but i don't know if we need a, a flashback of things you know what i mean full thing yeah no i understand or like a dream yeah. sequence something like that well there really isn't um, much of that in any of the other star wars films so there's, i don't think there's anything i mean just you know? besides force awakens there's the little weird sequence but it's not necessarily a flashback it's more so just like a Maybe what she's heading towards slash what she's gone through whole, you know, uh, experience. So, yeah, yeah there really yeah. hasn't been much. You know, there's there's also also something that could explain that and is probably the only way in which I'd be down for a flashback sequence is the fact that, you know, Jedi Mind Trick, that's something that came up in 4, 5, 6 a lot. And... Now in this one, you see Kylo Ren being able to manipulate people's thoughts and get into Ray's head and stuff like that. And if Luke had a moment like that where he's teaching Ray how to actually commune with people, you know, through like you know telepathy. Oh um, wow! Yeah, and so you I know if they were like this. if they were doing like a you know Professor X type thing on X Men where they're like looking into each other's heads and looking through their memories, that that's something I could get on board with. 
I could I could see something like that. You know what I mean? I could see that realistically being <laughs> it's in telepathy, the movie. right? Yeah. Telepathy. No, it's, yeah, telekinesis uh, is moving telekinesis is moving things. Telepathy is communicating with people. Yeah. I thought uh, I don't know. I thought telepathy was the thing where people are scared of clarinets. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <laughs> uh, as soon as the clarinet solo happens, they're like, oh hornophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um <coughs> Anyway, so yeah, I mean, I I can see that happening, and then yeah, moving on from that, um, my, oh my favorite my favorite part of the trailer is you have Ray. It kind of shows the light side, shows her training with Luke, and then the tone of the trailer completely switches, as well as the music, and you gotta love Johnny Dubs for doing that, and JD. it goes it goes straight to Kylo sitting there, um, and I have the quote. It says uh, Kylo Ren's you know, clearly emotional and he takes his helmet and he slams it into the wall and he says, let the past die. And it goes to a different scene and it says, kill it if you have to. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. That's the line he says. And it's like, and he's, you know, he's flying his, uh, what's his, his, uh, tie silencer or something like that or silent. Yeah, that sounds good to me, man. I, I didn't I don't know the name of his ship. Like that. That's yeah, tight it, if you do. Yeah, it's uh it's a, I don't know if it's Thai silencer, but it's something with silencer. And um Yeah, he's flying it and he's looking at Leia. And this is one of the big things out of the trailer that everybody's freaking out about, which this is there's like pretty much only two. There's this and the end of the trailer. And this yeah. one is a gimme for me. I'm like, he's not gonna kill Leia right there. You can understand that, right? Like, here's okay. Here's so. Can I do? You, do you care if I jump in? Absolutely. Um, here's here's my prediction. I think that that scene will actually play out exactly as it's supposed to in that. And this could be totally wrong, but I think that that scene could play out exactly like that. And Kylo's gonna have that moment, and he's gonna be like, "No, nah, I can't kill my mom," and then back off. And then there's gonna be some dude right behind him that freaking just blows up the ship and like instead of him and just like takes the shot for him and kills Leia. Oh, and then man. he's gonna like fly away from that and kill that dude and then that's gonna drive him to like have a complete character breakdown. You know what I mean? Whoa. <laughs> I know. Cool. Cool, yeah. right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um I don't think I read that or heard that anywhere. I think that's like I've never honestly man, a lot of the thoughts that you come up with are always pretty fresh to me. You come up with a lot well, of really I know. I've, I've just read a lot of stuff about Star Wars this last week, so I'm trying to... I can't remember what's mine and what's yeah, <laughs> some other people. So if I'm ripping somebody off on or, that, then I apologize. Uh, yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. Um, but yeah, and then, you know... Yeah, I think that she's definitely going to... Well, he's definitely not going to kill her past that point. Um, just because I've, I've heard from Ryan Johnson now and Kathleen Kennedy and Disney that... Leia has this amazing send-off um, in this movie and uh, that Carrie Fisher is respected. And so I just don't think she's going to get blown up in a big ship. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe maybe not. Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, I feel like she might. I would love it if she had some sort of Yoda-type exile or something like that. Um, but who knows? Um, it'll probably, we'll probably hear the Leia theme, the... 
Love that. <laughs> by, by Jack Black. <laughs> uh, yeah, but. That'd be good. Yeah, and then uh, we get to Chewbacca and the Porg, which everybody's just going crazy about these little Porgs. Yeah, so we'll talk about Kylo Ren at the ending because that we have to yeah, discuss yeah. the ending in order to talk about his character. Um, but yeah, man, what's with the Pokemon going on? I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, Poor somebody choice put that in character. Somebody, uh, yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, I saw that on Reddit. Somebody said, what's with all the Pokemon uh, in Star Wars? And it's true. It's like you the got crystal. the little like ice fox or whatever, yeah. and then you have the little poor guy, and it's just, what's going on? It's probably a little thing, and you know what? It'll probably be hilarious, and it we'll probably, probably end up loving it. You know. But at the same time, you watch that. Crystal trailer, Fox, what? go! <laughs> it's just Star Fox. Yeah. Captain Falco, man. Um, but... That, those are obscure references. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with that. Chewbacca looked weird. So he I mean, did look weird. He had that's weird been stated teeth. all over social media and Reddit and stuff, but it's true. He looks weird. Weird teeth and stuff and weird His eyes look freaking huge. And yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. So I hope that he looks well, better. Maybe they have like a Guardians of the Galaxy 2 moment and they're going through some sort of <laughs> crazy loop in space and everybody's like, ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe could Hopefully. be could be something weird like that. Um yeah, I mean the porgs, it's just yeah, I guess I'll just have to see the movie to understand the Yeah, yeah, so I far. think that that's definitely one of them where you're like, okay, you know, and none of us were that really that sold on BB8. Yeah. Until the movie. Mm-hmm. I definitely saw BB8 and was like, I don't know about that. I know. So, I wasn't I sold on Jar Jar till I watched the movie. I wasn't sold on Jar Jar until the last time I watched it. Actually, <laughs> seen that movie I've seen like it over thirty 40 times. times. Yeah, over thirty times, and uh, I just came around to Jar Jar, and I still don't really, like Jar Jar. Around the thirty, around the thirty-fifth time, he really starts hitting his stride. Yeah. So um, he says this one line. Actually, I, I just remembered it. He goes, uh, "Missile Jar Jar Blanks," and I just laughed. So I just laugh and laugh. For me, it's always been the Misa no have a boomer. That one was like the <laughs> take the boomer. Oh, Misa no have a boomer. It's like, well, what good are you here taking this one? <laughs> what do you mean? Did I take it? You took it. You've taken. If you it? picture like the Jar Jar lines or like any of the Gun Guns lines, at like and don't do the voice with them. Here, taking this one, Misa no have a boomer. <laughs> Taking so the boomer, stupid. Misa no have a boomer. <laughs> oh man, so stupid. Um, but so so as far as the rest of the trailer goes, I'm trying to think if there's anything specific to point out about it other than just kind of the general the general feel of it. I mean, you see you see Ray and Luke kind of arguing about um, the use of the Force and. Mm-hmm. There seems to be some sort of uh, dilemma and some sort of uh, disagreement going on between them in a cave, which I imagine that scene's going to be just the best. I know. Like, whatever, That's the I know, scene when she, when she dri- dives into the water and stuff and she can yeah. And it shows them like talking and she like is 
in it like just got out of the water and you're like, God, I bet something amazing is happening right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see what happens there. But uh, Finn yeah, and I Phasma. Mean, oh yeah, Finn and Phasma, and then Re- or um, gosh, what's Oscar Isaac's character's Poe po Dameron? Poe Dameron. Yeah, he uh, he says this will be the the spark that will light the fire that brings down the rebellion. I thought that was like too much of a sentence. You can cut one of those parts out. <laughs> this will be the spark that brings down the rebellion. <laughs> you know, this will be the spark that lights the fire that brings down the rebellion. Too much. A little too much. For or me. brings down the first order. Or yeah, sorry. Brings down the first order. Um, what am yeah. I saying? Rebellion? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Poe Dameron. I'm excited to see what happens with him and Finn in this movie, though. Oh, yeah, me too. I think that they're going to be sitting backseat to a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, a lot of Ray and and uh, and Kylo. I feel like, yeah, this is just going to be Kylo and Ray. That's it. Uh, but, you know, I think it's going to be pulling. It's a two-and-a-half-hour movie, so there is going to be a lot. And I think that, you know, because, I mean, if you think about Empire Strikes Back, you have all of the Yoda stuff, Yoda and Luke the whole time. And then you have all of the Han and Leia stuff. And then you have a lot of Vader stuff. So there's pretty much three stories. Obviously, Vader and Han and Leia are having a lot more influence on each other than Luke and Yoda are. But there's three separate stories going on. Yeah. Um, and so this one, it probably does have a couple different stories going on at the same time. And that brings up a certain an interesting point that a lot of people are complaining about is, do you think that this movie is going to be just a complete ripoff of The Empire Strikes Back? Do you think it's going to be the fight at the beginning on the you know like white sand underneath red soil planet and then there's going to be the training sequences going on between ray and luke and then kylo goes and is training with snoke and it's kind of just you see those two going on and then uh oscar isaac or poe dameron and finn and whoever the new chick is they're going to be doing their thing it's just kind of yeah rose they're going to be doing their thing and it's just and then all of a sudden we're going to have some really awesome thing happen at the ending, but it's not as cool as the beginning battle. I mean, I, I could just see it being exactly like Empire Strikes I, Back. You know, what I'm hoping is that that scene with the ATATs is somewhere in like the middle of the movie. That's what I'm hoping. As long as this movie doesn't start and it's just that, uh, we're in good shape. <laughs> if it starts yeah. like that, then everybody in the theater is going to go, oh, come on. You know, and actually, I don't think that it really could because, well, I don't know if they'd show Finn wake up, but Finn is definitely in one of those little, uh, like, speeder things on that planet. So mm-hmm. he's going to have to wake up for whatever battle that is because he's totally Yeah, in yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're just hoping that. I, I really don't think it's going to be that much of a ripoff. I know it's going to be dark like Empire Strikes Back. Um, and everybody says that Force Awakens is a ton like A New Hope, which it has a lot of, you know similarities but i don't know uh a son doesn't kill a dad i mean <laughs> no, he kills his mom yeah in the new one in the new one yeah uh, yeah you know I, there's just yeah I, but <laughs> i understand where people come from with force awakens for sure it's not like i can really disagree too much because it does have a it, similar well, structure it was but we were all totally okay with it because yeah. it was such a different, it just had a a good feel to it. It was the mm-hmm. right way to do it. You know, there was a correct way to make an episode seven and that was totally the correct way to do it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. JJ so Abrams. I was, yeah, I was totally cool with it. Um, but let's, let's dig into the, the very end of the trailer here. Cause we yeah. do need to move on to Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah. Uh, good. So excited. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but, um, so the very, the very ending happens and Ray is, and I think it, doesn't Luke say something like, this is not going to be, this is not going to go the way that you think it will yeah, go or yeah. something like that. Something similar it, that Yoda tells Luke in Empire Strikes Back. What do you mean? What does Yoda say? I mean, if you leave, you're not going to complete your training type thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of think that, yeah, because he's in that, it looks like he's in that cave. It looks like he's saying that to Ray. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that that makes me curious. But I think that that was like directly directed toward the audience. Yeah. You know, to say, hey, this isn't going to go the way that you expect it to. Real? So, okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Like It's like he was directly saying that to us. But, hey, who knows? Um, but so it shows Ray sitting there saying something like, I just need somebody to help me make sense of all this. Mm-hmm. Or, do you, do you know what exactly what she said? Uh, find my place in all this. Yeah, find my place in all this. That's it. And then it shows Kylo Ren hold his hand out, which I don't know. The first time I saw that, I was just so angry. Like, come on. That's just so – that's way too much. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think that that is actually what happens and if it does happen, it's probably in a much more different context than than we think it is. So I don't know. I don't really know what to make of that. And I don't think that I feel I feel like as much as that trailer gave away, I know absolutely nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's still where I am too. I think that the Snoke stuff is gonna. I feel like the whole Snoke, Ray, and Kylo stuff is gonna take like a solid forty five minutes of the movie. And she's going to be tortured, and it's just going to be a brutal segment. Um, and I, yeah, I just don't really know where it's going to go. But it's strange to, you know, get a glimpse of Snoke without the hologram. That's that's also one thing that uh, out of the trailer that I wish that they would have left out, and all the marketing and the toys and all that stuff. I kind of wish they would have left out Snoke. Out of the whole picture, just because you saw him in the hologram, so it's like, oh, what is he? And then just from the marketing campaign on, they're like, oh, he's this guy. And you're like, ah, dang it. Yeah. You didn't yeah. know whether it he was would... like a little midget, maybe, or like a little, you know, a huge tall guy. You just don't really know what he is. Um, yeah. And now you I clearly how big see. Big he is though. I don't know. You still don't. Really, I mean, from the torturing scene, you can see his robes in the background, so it looks like he's like a normal size guy, ish. Probably, you know, like 6'2", like a tall, tall figure. Tall figure. And Jim Swain size. <laughs> Classic Jim <laughs> Swain size. Easy. <laughs> uh, except for just with a watermelon head with a gash in it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or with like a... a, a watermelon old, The old orange that you pick out of the box that just has like the crease through it that you're like, ugh, that's gross. Um, that's true, man. He's more like a, it's almost like a pear that's just been left out for you know, orange <laughs> way might be right. too long. <laughs> and a lemon. <laughs> lemon some, head. Sort of, some sort of fruit for sure. Ooh, lemon head. That's good. Yeah. It all snugs a lemon head. 
But yeah, no, I think that the context behind that is definitely going to be way different than, than we expected to. Yeah. But here's, so here's a thought. Well, okay, here's, okay, I have two, I have two things to bring up. So, um, as far as Kylo Ren, say that for some reason, Kylo Ren wants to, he's, he has this moral dilemma going on between him and he's, he's torn between two worlds in which he's a good or a bad guy and he's trying to be a bad guy, but he's really a good guy. He can never come back though. He cannot come back from what he did in episode seven, right? You kill your dad. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's, you know, he's not pulling a Zuko and coming to the, coming to the light side and everybody's gonna be like, oh, Kylo's back, Ben Solo. It's like, now you killed your dad, bro. You killed Han Solo. Everybody hates you. That's where I feel like, that's why I feel like the whole hand hanging out thing is just, it's just whatever, you know? I, 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 I really don't think it's that big of a deal because, yeah, he killed Han Solo. Like there, there is no coming back from that. And if some way that this, they write a script that is able to redeem that, I still don't agree. You can't have a character kill his dad, kill our beloved Han Solo, and come back to the light side. I feel like that that part in Force Awakens is a turning point for that character, where he goes, "Yep, I have decided." I am dark and there is no more decision. Force Awakens was the movie where he was left to decide, oh, I'm battling the good, you know, the light side and the dark side. And he made that decision by killing his dad. So there's no more dilemma whether he's going to be on the good side or the dark side. Now it's kind of Ray battling that, but she's definitely not going to go dark side. So I just don't feel like there's any chance or any way that they're going to somehow sync up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen as far as Ray goes. And that brings me to my next point um with what's going on between Ray and Luke and you see this uh this dilemma in in Luke's mind where he says I've seen this sort of raw power before and it didn't scare me enough then, but it does now. And so he's seeing something in Ray. I'm assuming he's talking about Ray. Like I've heard people speculate, maybe he's not talking about Ray. It's like he's probably talking about Ray. Yeah. But uh, but he sees that power, and whether he's comparing it to Kylo or himself, or maybe the Emperor or Vader or whatever. Um, I always assumed that Luke was the most powerful person like ever. So um, I'm not sure. But either way, maybe he sees that power in her, and he's like, not tight. You can't exist. And so maybe we're going to see Luke Skywalker while he has good intentions and he's looking out for the best of everybody. He's going to become the like the antagonist of this movie because he's against Ray. You know what I mean? That would be a trip, man. I mean, it would be. It would be crazy. And I don't think that that necessarily is going to happen. But that was just a thought that I had that would be cool. Either way, I think that he's going to be opposed to training her. And there's something that's going to go down where they they really have like not only like a disagreement, but like a like a quarrel. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's more than just like a petty argument. And she runs away. It's like something happens between them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, maybe he hits on her or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they Uh, exchange strangers in the night, exchanging glances. (laughs) Like boats boats passing in the night, you know? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's a love story. I just don't. I don't know. Oh, that would be like everybody in the theater just, oh. Oh, Ryan Johnson. (laughs) Too that's too weird, buddy. Too weird. With out of so all long, the fan such theories anticipation, out there, that is never brought up. And it's just Ray and Luke. 
<laughs> falling in love. It's like, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's a love story between Chewbacca and BB-8. It's like, oh, no. I could, I could see a, a spinoff, though, of like a, a buddy, you know, like a rush hour type scenario between those two. I could. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Just like, you know, doing like the... And it's just like, do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Mushu. <Chewbacca's> like, <laughs> Mushu, no, yeah, nobody understands the words that are coming to your mouth. It's just yeah. all in subtitles, <laughs> though. Chew- yeah, exactly. Chewbacca goes, <laughs> and then in subtitles, it says nobody understands the words coming out. <laughs> and if, if you're listening to this, the, the joke, the, the thing that makes it so funny is that nobody does understand the word that's coming out of exactly. either of their mouths. <laughs> because one's a droid and one's a Wookiee. One's a droid and one is a Wookiee. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it for the uh, Star Wars synopsis there. We we went on about 40 minutes, so I think that's probably probably long enough. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> You want to round it off to a full hour, go for 20 minutes here? Yeah, let's go uh, for another 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so let's jump into Hocus Pocus. Now, Hocus Pocus is a movie that I have not seen in a long time, actually. It's been been quite a while. And um, it's a movie that our parents watch every year. And when I mention it around Halloween time, it seems like everybody loves this movie. And it's kind of surprising because I just totally kind of space it and forget about it. And uh, so watching it, watching it tonight was, was a joy. I was very happy to sit down and watch the movie in its entirety and yeah. see it uh, as everybody, as everybody has uh, loved it for so long. So um, my, you go ahead, you, you say your initial thoughts here. Cause I think you have uh, some good um, stuff. Yeah. I have the same, basically the same thoughts of just, I hadn't seen it in probably 10 plus years for sure. I don't know. I don't know when the last time I um, I saw it was, but uh, decided to watch it, and <laughs> I don't know. It it brought back a lot of memories, and I think I told you this earlier on the phone. I haven't seen it in ten years, and uh, I feel like I just watched it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget a thing. Um, <laughs> it's. It's uh, <laughs> it's a great movie. One thing I forgot about was Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, Kathy Najime, Mary Najimi. San- Maybe Najimi. I don't know how it's yeah, pronounced. Naj- yeah, I think it's probably Najimi, the girl from uh, Sister Act, um, yeah. the woman from Sister Act. I mean, there's some humor in this movie that cracks me up, mostly coming from the Kathy. Um, woman Najimi yeah Mary Sanderson yeah 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 Mary Sanderson Mary Sanderson she's the she's the witch um some of the humor that she (laughs) that 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 she's involved with in the movie just made me crack up um but yeah the cat looks strikingly like my cat Floki so that was uh hilarious um yeah there's just a lot of stuff in this movie I don't really know where to start but it's it's a good movie. Like, you know, getting all the way through it, I was like, yeah, that's Hocus Pocus. That's Yeah. No, yeah, totally. It's it's actually a really it's a really good movie. It I is. was like it is. I was super pumped at the end. I was like, that was yeah. a fun movie. It's, it's not I mean, ride. it's not good. It's just fun. Yeah. You know, it's just fun movie. 
Um, so yeah, it definitely deserves all the credit that it, that it has. Um, but first, first off the bat, let's dive into, uh, a particularly, uh, notable, notable character, the director, Kenny Ortega. Did you look up what his other stuff is? I did. I did. God, it's, it's beautiful, man. It really is. He, Kenny Ortega directed high school musical one, two, and three. Oh my gosh. He did. And the newsies. Oh, no way. He directed Newsies? I missed that yeah. one. I must have not looked like before this movie. Yeah. Newsies. Well, that's great. Newsies is a good movie, actually. No. Look at <laughs> Actually, actually. Strike that. I'm misreading my notes. Music was done by the same, the same guy in the Newsies that did. <laughs> sorry. I blew it. I'm sorry. It's because of my a, darn handwriting. I can't read a, a thing. Gaping error. <laughs> uh, yeah, all I wrote out, I wrote down was High School Musical and This Is It, Michael Jackson. <laughs> he did. He directed This Is It, too. I saw that. Man, what do you think about High School Musical, though? When it came out, it was... It's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, I sang Dude, it, it, was, I sang it I, at my I, spring Pops concert. You know. Nice. Yeah, what'd you do? Soaring, flying. There's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. I'll take that. Okay. If we're flying, no, we're breaking free. I can feel it. Then <laughs> <laughs> just start going into it. We so could. Much. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Oh gosh, dude, the music from that was like fantastic. It though. was. Got I'll, it. I'll never get forget your, get your watching head that the for game. the first time. It was a great movie. I was like the uh, pop, 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 da, 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 corner, something like that. I don't yeah. know that one as well, apparently. Yeah, that, that's, that's the, uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> when you start singing, you're all, well, apparently I didn't know that pop, one that pop, well. Pop, right to the- no, I don't even know that one, actually. <laughs> Um, or something like that. Something um, like anyway, that. but so director Kenny Ortega, I thought that was hilarious that his only like claim to fame was high school musical and this. Yeah. Uh, so, but Bette Midler doesn't really need too much of a more breakdown than no. just being Bette Midler. I mean, yeah. she's very famous and, and for, you know, people from like our parents' generation, uh, they, they love her. And something actually that I found very interesting when I was looking in the trivia for this movie, I didn't do that much research, but I did a very, very small amount. Uh, but Bette Midler, uh, says this is her favorite movie. Really? Yeah. That she's ever done. Yeah. She uh, thought this I bet was, it was fun a, but it was a great time. It was a fun movie for her to make, mm-hmm. I think. So, and I and I love that. I think that that's awesome because she kills it. She's awesome. She's so good in this movie. So, love that. Um, and then, like you said, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy, some of the best parts of the movie. Um, well, we'll get into that a little bit, but um, that's. I mean, other than that, we can kind of go through and break down characters mm-hmm. from there. But um, let's just let's talk about. I mean, I mean, this is a spoiler for you. If you haven't seen, uh, I mean, this is spoilers, heavy spoilers. If you haven't seen Hocus Pocus, then I don't know. I feel like you should have seen it by now, probably. In 1993. <laughs> so we're all 24 years later here. Yeah. But if you're younger than you, then I don't know. There's a do chance. You really, do, you, do you need to see it? I don't is know. this movie, an, do you think that this is an essential viewing in anybody's life? I don't know. Like everybody should see Hocus Pocus. Well, if at you're some a kid, point. if you're if you're, <laughs> I don't know, if you're a kid born in the late '90s, like what Halloween movies did you grow up with? 
Like, what do you have? Halloween Town. Halloween Town? <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding, man. You take a, you take a random poll of, like, people that were born in after 1998, I guarantee Halloween Town comes up. I actually don't even know if I saw Halloween Town. I never liked the main actress. I thought she looked she looked funny. I don't think I liked the main kid in it. The guy. Didn't he have a bowl cut or something? The thing is, around that uh, age, I, I had know. a bowl cut. So, I, like, anybody with a bowl cut, I was like, well, mine's better. <laughs> you know? That's kind of where I was at. That's why you liked the kid from Liar Liar. <laughs> I did like that kid. <laughs> Boy. Where were we? So, yeah, <laughs> getting into the characters, who do you want to break down first here? Let's let's just do the, the big one. Not not the big one, but the, the one that let's start off on a negative note. Dude, the kid that plays the main kid, Max, Omri Katz, he was so horrible. I just yeah. hated him. Dude. He was yeah, he was not good. And then you look at his filmography and he has done nothing since. No. Nothing. No, this was this is his one shot. Yeah. This was his one shot and it's just he didn't he didn't make it happen. He didn't so. nail it. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, mean like, I don't know if I minded him so much though. I didn't like hate him. I was kind of I rooted for him, I think at one point. <sighs> Maybe I mean I don't know. I just didn't like him. I really didn't like him. Not just a big fan your guns, of that kid. It's okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it and but a lot of it is that they chose they chose a certain line and a certain act at the beginning of the movie that I was like, ah, done with that kid. Done. When he like argues with uh when he argues with that girl at like in front of the whole class about, you know, what what does he say? You know, it's like oh, what is he your, does the phone number thing? LA. When he does the phone yeah. number thing? Yeah, when he yeah. does the phone number thing. In front of the whole class, I was like, This is so stupid. Yeah, dude. can I get your phone number? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. boy. That was just What are you ridiculous. doing? You're the new kid? You just ask for a girl's number in front of the whole class? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for a I girl's mean, number until I was 21. <laughs> what are you doing? But yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was, I was just like, come on, that is so, so stupid. But anyway, I mean, hey, it takes, takes some uh, serious bravery, though, some confidence to ask for a girl's number in front of the entire class. And then she gave back, Jake gave him back his own number. I mean. Classy. Just trying to spice it up. Pumpkin yeah. spice. I don't know. Let's try a pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin head. You don't know Jack. <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So as uh, yeah, I, I did not like Max. Not good. Um, but what do you think about the beginning of the movie? Uh, the whole uh, you know that kid going in there and the the witches. Uh, taking the sister and sucking the life out of her and then turning him into a cat. (laughs) Do you remember that Saturday Night Live skit where, uh, I don't even remember the the woman's name, but she's talking about a little bead of sweat dripping off somebody's Uh nose? Is it Rita Radner? I think so, Rita Radner. Is it Rita Radner or was it Gilda Radner? Gilda Radner, that's it. Is that it? Yeah, it's Gilda Radner. I think that's right. So yeah, in the opening scene this of this, little bead of sweat, <laughs> sweat hanging up the nose. So that that kid who plays uh, Binksy or the cat or whoever the main little I don't know kid was, um, he has a little bead of sweat or something hanging off his oh nose. Oh my gosh, good point. And, and it just it bugged me, <laughs> and that's 
where I went from that scene. I was like, oh, I didn't like that little thing. So that's all I could focus on. And then, you know, it was it was a good scene, though. It's funny how it's based. When was it based? I mean, it's like the Salem uh, Witch Trials, I, right? Is that what they're Salem trying to portray? Salem Witch Trials, I think we're looking around 1640s, something like that. I yeah. could be mistaken on that, but I think it's somewhere sometime in the 1600s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it was good. I mean, it's a the witches in that scene are the best part. I mean, and throughout the whole movie, they're the best part. So they, yeah, yeah, they, they are just take it home in that whole thing. I agree. I think that they're, they're fantastic. Great intro, great opening. Um, but from there, uh, yeah, it kind of, I, that kid just threw me off. I just really did not like any moment that he was in the movie. And so it was kind of, it was hard to like. And what do you think about the leading girl? She wasn't bad. I thought she was pretty good. She was fine. I didn't have a problem with her at all. Same with, I, I think she was that, in like a lot of like nineties movies, um, as like the attractive girl. Can't think of a single one to bring up as an example, but I well, was looking over her fil- her filmography and there's a couple in there that I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. She was in three ten to Yuma. Yeah, three ten to Yuma. She was in like some party movie or something like that. Not like American Pie. Forty days like, and forty nights. That's it, forty days and forty nights. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Hocus Pocus yeah. she was in. Yeah, she's in some other stuff. Um yeah. well, she yeah. was she was fine. I thought she was yeah, I thought she was great. I mean she was she was a good cast. Um, I think by far the best cast, or one of the best casts, is the the little girl, Danny. Yeah, that's Thora that's Birch. what I was gonna Thora Birch. Yeah, because she's in uh, she's in American Beauty, and she was uh, yeah. she she was fantastic in this movie too. She was. She, I think she's just a good actress. She is. Wasn't she also in that like whatever Seal movie? Remember that Seal movie? Yeah. Baby, it's like the, like... I can be you too. <laughs> She was she was in like a in a movie where a girl it's kind of like Free Willy except for the seal and it's not Slappy and the Stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an actual movie? Slappy and the Stinkers. <laughs> I don't. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I, don't. I, just, I forgot about Slappy and the Stinkers, and it's about a bunch of kids protecting a seal. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> I just can't believe a movie is named Slappy and the Stinkers. <laughs> oh, God. We should have a podcast on Slappy and the Stinkers. It's so oh. stupid. Oh. Okay. So out of her filmography, sorry, I, I see nothing. Oh. I see no Slappy and the Stinkers. So No, it's not that. It's called something else. It's like the name of the seal is the name of the movie. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't. She's a good actress, though. She was fine. Oh, yeah. Wasn't she in Slappy and the Stinkers? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a ripoff of Little Rascals, except for it was about like kids taking care of a seal, kids slapping and, a seal uh, around in the stinkers. You know who's in it? Actually, is um he's the guy the uh, the like the um the scientist from uh, Jurassic Park, the uh, the Asian guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's in Slappy and the Stinkers too. Wait. What does he play? The bad guy, I think. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, sorry. Okay. Slapping the sinker's sidebar. Jeez. Um, but, yeah, no, she was uh, she was really good. 
is. B. 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 D. Wong. That guy is in it. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else. Oh my gosh, I remember this movie. Oh man. It is the kid from Little Rascals, though. The kid that plays Spanky. Or is it Alfalfa? No, it's Spanky. He's in Slappy and the Stinkers. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that comment. Okay, anyway. Sorry. Sorry. If you're listening to this, look up the movie Slappy, Slappy and the Stinkers. And the Stinkers and you'll, see if you remember You'll that. understand why it's so hilarious. Hopefully. Um, one thing I wanted to, to mention is the mom and dad in Hocus Pocus. We got the... Um, wife from Great Outdoors. Liana. The, yeah, we have the bad guy. The oak guy. tree woman. Yep. <laughs> and then we have the bad guy from Dumb and Dumber. I Those, know. They make, a good, they make a good couple. They do. Yeah, I liked it. And one of the, the scene that they were partying and stuff, and they're just oblivious to the concerns of their children. I love I thought, that. I love that. That was one of my favorites. Well, that musical so. number, you can see why he did High School Musical. That put a spell on you musical number is really good. No, totally. Well, I mean, it'll come up later, so. Yeah. Well. It already did. <laughs> well, it's up. <laughs> but. <laughs> well, like, I mean, anything, anything from the beginning of the mo- this movie that you thought was, was interesting? No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, Jay and Ernie. Kind of like a Rick and Lars type situation going on here. Oh, you know what? It's funny because actually wait, wait for them too, because they're going to come up. But uh, what do you think about Banks? Huh? Oh, I love Banks. You, well, you, you recognize the voice for Banks? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's Max from freaking a goofy Goofy movie. movie. Yeah. Jason Marsden, who was also the, he was DJ's boyfriend in a full house for a while. He also, for any uh, Studio Ghibli fans out there, is the voice of Haku in Spirited Away. I saw that, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen Spirited Away. So uh, I, I bet Danny's going to mention that. <laughs> yeah, I, seriously, I was like, he's going to mention that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was, that was funny. I was just like, gosh, I love that. I love Well, that you knew as soon as you kid. heard Little Binksy, you're like, wait, that's from something I know. That voice is from something. <laughs> Well, it's funny because it's, I knew that going in, like I remembered that, that it was that kid's voice, but then the person at the beginning, I was like, wait, that's not him. And then, uh, we, I watched it with Katie, our sister and mom and Jerrica, our niece and Kyle, brother-in-law and, you know, Hunter, our father (laughs) watched it with the family and Hunter, our father for his birthday. (laughs) Um, but, uh, and Katie said, um, she was like, are the voices off? Like, it looks like the lips are off. And I was like, that's because that's not that actor's voice. <laughs> Jason Marsden apparently isn't, they couldn't use him as the I don't real know why. Binks. Why would they do that? I just kind of hurt his feelings. They're well, like, oh, I we did, don't think that you're. I did see a filmography of his that's from 1963. What do you mean? <laughs> why does it say 1963? I have no idea. Says it oh, took place so in it's just an IMDb. Hey, if anybody's listening to this from IMDb, you made a mistake, guys. You blew it. Immediately, some guy's like, oh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's awesome that Max from the Goofy movie makes an appearance. I was hoping for a Powerline music number, but never happened, which is fine. I think I wanted to note Jay and Ernie, you know, the two little bad guys, uh, or Ice, Jay and Ice. 
that little scene where he carves he has ice in his head and his hair. Um, Jay, the little blonde, long-haired kid, went on to be in the last season of Stranger Things as a uh, detective, which is an interesting fact about his filmography that I was looking up. What do you mean? He's in Stranger Things. I don't know. I looked up his filmography. I don't remember his character, per se. Me neither. But it says, it says something detective, and he has a credit from Stranger Things. Those guys were funny, though. They were. Yeah, they, they were great. I, they were so over the top, which I loved about it. Yeah, I, um, I, I funny enough, I, I mean, we might as well just, you want to do favorite characters real quick? Because <laughs> I'm just going to say mine. Sure, so. yeah. My my favorite character was uh, I didn't even figure out their names. I never learned them. I just called them Bulk and Skull. <laughs> <laughs> was that Power Rangers? Yeah, yeah. They're like Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers. They are just the, the bullies, but they they had some good lines. I thought that they were pretty funny. Um, obviously, like the witches had funnier funnier parts, but for some reason, I just really enjoyed. It. And I've I've said that before to people. Hey Hollywood, Hollywood. Hey, Hollywood. Like I've quoted that before. So um, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Bulk and Skull. Good good stuff. I loved them too. Um, my favorite character is Mary Sanderson, Kathy Najime. Good call. Yeah, Najime. Yeah, Najime. Najime. Whatever it is. Yeah, she's great, and she's great in Sister Act as well. So she is. Yeah. Love her. Um, were you oddly attracted to Sarah Jessica Parker in this movie? Well, the thing is, Sarah Jessica Parker, the only thing I remember her from is uh, Sex in the City, which I didn't watch. Um, and so I've always kind of had a different perspective from her. And growing up, I just never realized that this was her for some reason. Really? Because I didn't, really? I just don't even think I knew who she was. I just didn't. And now that I'm old enough to like, understand the reference i was like wow sarah jessica parker she did a great job in this you know like just watching yeah, she's her. really good yeah she's watching her good. throughout this movie i'm like wow she did a she's kind of ridiculous in this movie she like is. she's weird she's a little bit over the top as well but i feel like that worked in this movie a lot of actors did a little bit of i don't know just went a little bit out there with their character and it just kind of worked for this halloween quirky strange thing that they yeah no yeah totally um so yeah, no, she was great. She's great. She was great, and uh, for some reason, man, like I don't know, I, I was just like in the in the witch makeup and stuff. I just don't know why, but he was getting to me. She was, yeah, very cute, very attractive, cute, just like Binksy. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, is she cuter than Binksy? And that's tough question. Binks was pretty cute. A little heavy on the uh, not so not so good. I mean, that's not even CGI at that point. That was like I don't even know what they were doing with that. Honestly, I don't know. I don't. He didn't look real for a lot of it. Yeah, there was some weird. Yeah, and then when he was real, just a real cat, it was like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> but then they show like weird <laughs> face movement of like his face stretching out so far and talking. You're like, oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's what do you think about the overall uh, the overall point of this movie though like the uh, the the plot that these these witches um, are out to eat children and suck the life out of them and then live perpetually live forever and all that stuff I thought that was it was a good plot it's a good good Halloween scary scary yeah. movie plot. and a virgin has to I like how a virgin has to light the candle 
then the kid lights it. And then for the rest of the movie, that's kind of like a little running joke. Like, oh yeah, you're a virgin, really? <laughs> like this kid's like, stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like it was that. Like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, sixteen, it's like, seventeen. Yeah. yeah, obviously. Of course you are. Um, but so yeah, I thought that was great, and I thought yeah, I, I feel like when I watched it, it was a little bit. There was almost like a few little like dark tones that I didn't realize were going to happen. Like it was a little bit darker than I remember. No, like totally. they get away with it because it's Disney, but yeah, like the opening scene, they suck the life out of this little girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and turn a little boy into a cat. You're like, it's horrible. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, like if you think they, about uh, it realistically, you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it has killed well, the that beginning- poor girl. The beginning, too, I mean, they, like, hang all three of the witches, and they're just, like, they die, and then, you know, they come back or whatever, but I was just like, man, yeah, because it was very, very true to the time. Yeah. Hanging witches, yeah. you know. I was yeah, just and like, they, all, yeah, they wow. all die right there. Yeah, pretty dark, and then they have the whole scene where they go to, like, the guys dressed up as the devil, and they're, like, going over to Daddy's oh, house. Yeah. Or, or, did they say Daddy? Was I think that they it? were saying Master or Daddy or, or yeah, something Master. like that. Why was I thinking Daddy? Jeez. Um, yeah, Master. Um, but, gosh, that was that was weird to think about. And then this is also – this was one of my favorite lines. Bette Midler, uh, Winifred – or yeah, Winifred's character, she says, uh, go to hell. Some guy tells her to go to hell. And then she says, oh, I've been there. Thank you. It was quite lovely. Or I found it quite lovely. Oh, I liked that and, too. Gosh, I was just thinking though, in my head though, I'm like, so the plot of this movie is that these women died and they went to hell and they lived there for like a hundred years or 300 years. And then they come back, come back to earth and they liked it. (laughs) So weird. They liked hell. I don't know. It's scary. Like I said, it just has, yeah, it's like, it's just. Just darker than you. It is, yeah. Than you thought, than you remembered. It was. It was much darker than I remembered. So that was that was an interesting, interesting little. What'd thing you think about of the it. zombie guy? Not a big fan. I've ne- never seen. When I was a kid, he gave me the willies. <laughs> he scared me. He really did. Like I don't know. And then watching it this time, he's still just. I just having flashbacks. No, totally. I yeah, he was he was frightening, man. I wasn't a big fan of that guy at all. And I don't think that his I don't think that the comedic aspect of him was funny enough to warrant his existence at the end of the movie. You know no, what I mean? No. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't good enough for me. I just love it cuz it's a quick it's a, a a quick moving movie and all of a sudden we're just expected to think that these people are just friends. You know. It's like, "Oh, that zombie guy is just our best friend now. All right. Goodbye. I, it was just funny. Towards the end of the movie, I was like, oh, okay. And Binksy is your the love of your life, cat. <laughs> Even though he's just <laughs> been around for a night, you know. But obviously, a little cat is the cutest thing in the world. I love you, Floki. He can hear me. I hope he didn't hear me talking bad about cats. Really hope he didn't hear that. Okay, but let's jump into the uh, let's jump into our favorite favorite scenes here because I'm I'm excited to hear what hear what yours yours is because I guarantee it's the exact same one as mine. So, uh, favorite scene by far is uh, what we already talked about the musical number. I'll put a spell on you because I completely forgot about it, and it's just incredible. It literally it seriously it took me by surprise as soon as she started singing. Bette Miller did. 
I was like, oh boy, here we go. We have to listen to like a three minute musical number. But then like the entire thing through, I was impressed. <laughs> like it was just like a really well done scene. Yeah, no, I agree. That's my favorite scene as well. It's easily, easily the best scene in there the movie. There we go. And I think as soon as it comes, as soon as they go into that dance or into that party, it's kind of fun anyway, because you see, you know, like the, the dad's dressed up as a vampire or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's trying to do the Dracula impression. And then you see the mom from the great outdoors. She's dressed as Madonna and she's like, I love that. got the, she's got the a top Madonna. on that she's like, feels like self-conscious about. And then, and they, she keeps doing, you know, later on she's doing like the funny dance. Like I just thought that was, that was a really funny bit to me that she yeah. was Madonna. And that they had um, just, but, they were forced to just dance all night. <laughs> like these people were just forced yeah, to dance for so long like imagine just just going midnight well, to like 7 a.m well think about what's, ha- what's happening there is because they start singing and then they put all the adults in the in the city in a trance and then they're up until like i think they say five o'clock yeah and so the entire town is out until five all these kids have no parents or anything like what kind of stuff happened that night were all the kids okay? I mean, obviously they all get lured in at the very end and they all start going over to the house or whatever, but I don't know. Some kid might've gotten left out or didn't get fed. (laughs) A kid could have gotten left out of the gang. Um, I just picture some kid like falling asleep next to a tree and just like freezing and having a horrible night. So yeah, I don't know. Could have been, but that whole scene was great. And Bette Midler has a terrific voice, fantastic. So I, I just, I very much enjoyed that entire that entire scene. And it was probably, it was probably the only scene in the movie that I was like, oh wow, this is actually a good movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was kind of like, wow, that's a good movie. You know, like it's a good movie scene. Mm-hmm. So also funny, this movie cost twenty nine million dollars to make. Really? How much yeah. did it make? You know, thirty nine. Oh well, made money. It was supposed to. It was actually written to be a um, Disney Channel original movie, and then a couple of the studios like picked it up and were like, "That can actually have some like uh, have some value in the theater, have like a theatrical release." Oh wow! And so that's yeah. So they actually did that and they ended up making money, and uh, I'm sure they've made tons of money off of it now because it's it's, it's hocus pocus. Yeah, people buy it all the time. Mom and dad own it. Had to have bought it at some point. <laughs> they own it. Gosh, they love this movie too. Yeah, well, like dad was quoting it. Well, the thing is, just like, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into that. Um, yeah. <laughs> the point is, they just like funny movies. <laughs> <laughs> they watch strange things, and not Stranger Things, but literally not Stranger, stranger things. things, but literally just Stranger Things to watch. Um, Hallmark. Uh, but <laughs> hashtag Hallmark. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so funny. That's that's a good scene. How about uh, favorite line? Um, you care if my if I go with it? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, what's her name? Sarah Sanderson. When she just like it's not even like a favorite line. It's just when she sings the little song. To the kids come, little children, now take me away. Na, 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 na. I, I should have looked up the lyrics to it, be a little bit more convincing. But <laughs> God, man, you hit that really well, though. That was nice. It was very thanks. You tearing up. Well 
<laughs> God, dude, that was really nice. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm crying. I stop. Um, <laughs> Are we crying now? No, that was a uh, yeah. I agree. It's great, great, great little song there. Come, little children. What was it? Take me away. Take. Take, let me let me take you away. Let me take you away to the some But yeah, great, loved it. And I How thought that, do that you was. do you do? My name's Gavroche. This is. These are my people. Here's my patch. Not much to look at. Nothing posh. Nothing that you'd call up to scratch. High society. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. He still knows it. Still uh, I played Gavroche in a play when I was very little. Um, not very little. Senior. Freshman in high school, but uh, yeah, love that song, love that one. It's very great, very great, and and great little moment there. Sarah Jessica Parker was that her actually singing? I don't even know. I don't so. know. I didn't research that, but I don't think that was her singing. For some reason, probably not. Well, probably in High not. School Musical, maybe the, the first maybe. one wasn't Zac Efron singing. So the director right. has a history. That's right. That's right. Um, my favorite line is. Um, there's just the one moment when Bette Midler wakes up and she goes, Oh, look, another glorious morning makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I love that. I loved it. See, she has a lot of lines cool. like that that kind of like maybe skated by. But if you go back and just, I feel like most of the things that she says are kind of gold like that. All of her lines are just kind of sarcastic and witty. Mm-hmm. Which, Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. like. She was definitely the high point of that movie. Yeah, no, she was definitely... She's. I mean, if there's a favorite character, it's got to be her, but I didn't want to choose her because she's... She just carries the movie through, so... She does? Yeah. Mine's but, um, Bing C. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you what do you think about the the movie as a whole? Let's just give her a good old, good old overall. The ending of the movie and and all that stuff. Uh, overall, it's just it was good to watch it again. That's what I would say. It was good to watch it again. I really like the Sanderson uh, sisters and Salem witch trials. Everything that it kind of covered. Um, didn't so much like the main kid. I dealt with it and uh, couldn't stand him. Yeah, there was a few parts like them locking him, locking them in the oven and just burning them alive. Um, little things like this throughout the movie that you just, re- it was just, it was a little darker than I remembered. Uh, but they get away with it because it's Disney. And um, yeah, I, I'd say as a whole, to me, after watching it after all these years, it is a Halloween classic. It is something that um, I consider in that realm. It's it's definitely a, a Halloween favorite for me. Um, I don't know if it'll be on my, you know, my top Halloween shelf or anything like that. But there's really not that, not that many Halloween movies, um, unless we're getting into like scary movies. And not a lot of scary movies even have to do with Halloween. So uh, yeah, when you as far as Halloween goes, this is kind of this is a classic. This is like a the Home Alone. <laughs> Of, of Halloween movies, so. Yeah. The less good Home Alone. Way it's like the jingle all the way of Halloween movies. Well, let's save that debate for December, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that one for sure. So, no, I agree. It's a good, it's a really fun movie. It's a very fun movie, and the end is really nice, and 
you know, the brother almost dies for his sister and it's very, very cute and has a nice, nice little bow on it at the end of the movie. So makes you happy. Makes you and feel Binks, good. And Binks goes back. back. He meets into his, he meets his sister again. And that was great. Turns into the kid that you know it's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he turns back into the the kid who doesn't have his voice. He turns back into the wrong kid. So. <laughs> he does. <laughs> it's like he morphed into a cat that was a different kid or something like that, and then he morphs back into... He's just the wrong kid. <laughs> He's the wrong kid. It's the wrong kid. Binks was the wrong kid. So what can you do? False voice. So there you go. Um, I think that's about all I had to say on Hocus Pocus. I mean, it's a good movie. Oh, the the one scene where they said, um, I don't believe in any of that Hocus Pocus. I, I was like, ah, I, they, they said the name they of said the it. Movie. They said it. There it is. I love that. I loved that. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, very attractive in this movie. Um, oh, the uh, the vacuum cleaner, writing on the vacuum cleaner bit. That was probably that the funniest was bit of the movie. Hilarious. That was you know, That was very I think funny. there's a lot of things that I would love to, I would love to sit down for – 20, 30 minutes and talk about just all the scenes of Mary Sanderson. A lot of the funny stuff she did because some of the favorite lines, I forget what it was, like run amuck, run amuck, run amuck, or whatever they were saying, mm-hmm. but a lot of those little lines that she said were hilarious and it kind of made me forget um, how funny she was. I cracked up at that lady when I was younger. That and Sister Act, I loved. Yeah, yeah. She has um, some great stuff. Sister Act 2. Yeah. Sister Act 1 and 2, but... It was a whoopee of a good time. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but all right, man. Uh, as far as Hocus Pocus goes, uh, I'll ask you the standard question this week. Is Hocus Pocus better or worse than School of Rock? It's not as good as School of Rock. Not even close to as good. Not nearly as good. Uh, um, you put Jack Black in there on a broomstick. I do not see how Jack Black could re- could replace any of the witches, though. He'd have to be somebody else. As the voice of Binks. Uh, hey, Jack Black is the, yeah. To, yeah, I mean, Danny. <laughs> I'm choking. Cut him off. Oh my gosh, I'm Danny, bombing. Line, uh, no, I don't know. But yeah, Jack Black would be funny. Freddie Jones is the main character, or the little Asian kid, or... You can uh, pick any person. You can pick any other kid any to replace human. that kid. Yeah, literally any person off the street to grab somebody. Uh, I probably do better. I don't know. Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being too hard on him, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it, so. Yeah, yeah, maybe he wasn't the best. I mean, but you can tell by his filmography. That's funny that I looked at that because he hasn't done anything else. Maybe he just wanted a normal life, though. You know? He gave up. Maybe he gave up. <laughs> Who knows? But it's a shame. He's an alley cat. Uh, his last Was name's he an alley cat? No, his last name's Katz, so I was oh. just going for anything, reaching. Well, yeah, um, I think that's it. I think that about wraps it up on Hocus Pocus. That was a good, that was a good solid talk. Uh, we could go a lot longer, but I don't really want to put anybody uh, through too much more of that. So let's get into the social media. 
Um, we are on Instagram. We've been posting a little bit more. Uh, Professor Podcast is where you can find us. We're also on Facebook, uh, Professor Jones. Uh, Professor Jones Podcast. You can always find us there. And then also on SoundCloud, Professor Jones. Uh, more recently, we are, uh, we are officially on iTunes, which is a huge deal. I've started doing it, um, just downloading our podcast straight to my phone on the iPhone. And uh, I believe on Android as well, you can just download our podcast now on iTunes straight to your phone. should work on most Android apps that, uh, that support the most Android apps that like they have a podcast app that will download directly from iTunes. So it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so convenient. So I'm very excited about that. I know me and Dave are both very excited about that. Um, I, you can also find me on Instagram. I do very random funny videos some days, uh, Daniel Hunter Jones and Dave is on Instagram as well. Uh, he's the breadwinner. He's the uh, um, Dave Dave TJ twenty three twenty three for Michael Jordan's number. I don't post much, but I should. Be, but you know, Michael Jordan was the best. So <laughs> it's true, the goat. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's where you can find us, and uh, and uh, that's us. So keep coming back, please. If you if you see one of our podcasts shared on Facebook or anywhere on the web, please you know give us a like, give us a share, pass this around to your friends that might have a long drive coming up or. A uh, commute every single day to work. Um, if they enjoy movies, I think they'd enjoy our podcast. So please share us around and uh, and uh, pass us along. Anyway, well, thanks a lot for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. We'll be back here living our lives quarter mile at a time. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.